What are the first thoughts that you have if someone walks up to you and says, God talks to me? Does your God talk? I mean, without your help? Ultimately, think about it. The one thing in the Bible that we know for sure that is called a God that doesn't speak? Well, they're called idols, not God. Join me in this episode of God's Adopted, and let's talk about God talking. Howdy, welcome to God's Adopted. I'm here to help encourage you to grow in faith through stories, teaching, and practical examples so you can experience more of God in and through your life. When we get born again, He adopts us. This podcast is here to encourage us all to grow in becoming the children of God He's adopted us to become. Join me and learn to do like Peter did. Let's get out of the boat and step on the water with Jesus. Heavenly Father, I praise you and thank you for this time that I have to share with my brothers and sisters. And Lord, I pray for encouragement for all of us, just more closeness with you and with each other. And I I pray that you would come and be close to us by your Holy Spirit and help us to understand you more. In Jesus' name, amen. So what are your thoughts? Like, what were the first thoughts that went through your mind when I even made the comment, you know, uh, someone says, hey, God talks to me. I know the first thoughts that I would typically have. And there's a reason that we have a lot of the thoughts that we do have. Think about this. We live, we live in a fallen world. And so the ruler of this world, the last thing that he wants is for anybody to actually grow in a living relationship with the, the only, true living God. And part of having a relationship involves us talking to God and God talking to us. Don't you find that amazing? I think it's pretty incredible. So in a world where what is actually promoted is the opposite of getting close with God and finding out the truth about God, the things that are promoted are promoted to discourage it. So like that that's why the normal thing to think And maybe you had this thought, maybe you had a different thought, but the normal things that people think when someone says God speaks is they, the first thought is like, oh, well, people are crazy if they say that God speaks to them or they're nuts or something's not right, right? Like a mental problem. But as we study the Bible, we see something very different and extremely amazing. Think about these verses. John chapter 10 verse 27 says this, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Or how about in Revelation chapter 3 verse 10? Listen, I am standing at the door knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into his home and share a meal with him, and he with me. Isn't that somebody? Isn't that God? I mean, this is Jesus we're talking about, isn't it? He's talking about how any of his sheep hear his voice. Now, if his sheep hear his voice, doesn't that mean that he speaks? I've heard an argument before 
it goes something like this. Well, we have the Bible, and since we have the New Testament and the Old Testament, the only way that God talks is, well, through the Bible. What if I ask the question, how does God communicate with you? Would you have different thoughts race through your head? I could ask it even another way. I could, if I came to you and I said, when was the last time that God made something clear to you and it helped you? He helped you make a decision or, or decide to do something or how to do something even. If the only answer you had for me was actually, well, I opened the Bible, this is what it said, and you did exactly what it said, like there was no interpretation or anything like that, then I would say, okay, I guess God only speaks to you through the Bible. But if there's any other answer beyond that, then isn't it God who's speaking to you? There is a verse that I've heard people use in the past where they want to try and say that God doesn't communicate with us outside of the, the Bible. And it's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The problem with that, though, is this. Historically, and doing some research and everything, when you go to look up the books of the New Testament, other words, before there was a Bible put together like we have, that we call our, our Bible, the New Testament, the Old Testament, and all the books that are in them, before they were put together and everything, a lot of the books that are in the New Testament were letters written by apostles sent out to the church, and they would be copied and stuff and shared with the body of Christ. People would share these letters with each other, partly because the apostles were encouraging them to share them. And there was a day that came where all of these were researched and scrutinized, various different ones put together and everything, and then they were combined together to create what we call the New Testament or canon for the New Testament. And so all of these books had to meet certain requirements and everything to be put together. Well, 1 Corinthians, like I said, that was written like, that was like number five or six uh, when it comes to all of the books of the New Testament, when they were written and everything. Think about this. If, if that chapter 13 was utilized to teach people that the only way God speaks is through that written word, then number one, it wouldn't have been referring to a New Testament like we think of a New Testament. It would have been referring to the Old Testament because that was the only written book that was together. I don't know. Think about it. Here's something more to think about that actually I think is actually even more important than that. And that was just a simple point that I was just kind of pondering. I was just kind of tossing the idea around like, uh, hmm, all through the Bible, God talks. It's one of the big reasons that the Bible exists. One of the reasons that God has his chosen people, Israel, that he talks about in the Old Testament and in the New Testament is so that the world can see who he is in part by demonstration of who he is in response and through and around the people of Israel. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And he's our God too. He's the same God. 
Now, how we have relationship with God is different. If we're Christian, we have to, we, we're born again, and we're adopted children of God, which is amazing. And Jesus describes himself as the good shepherd. And like the verse I read earlier says, his sheep, according to him, his sheep, hear his voice. They don't just read about something he said, but they hear him also. And he gave his Holy Spirit, he said, to help guide us, not only through his word, but in life, not only in what his word says, but very specifically, if there are occasions where we need to say something, and he says, don't worry about what you're going to say, that by his spirit, that by his spirit, he would give you what to say, even in the moment. Now, how can he give you what to say in the moment if you haven't heard him give you something to say? All right, so I'm not being literal, am I? Now, do I believe that God could literally talk like with an audible voice? Well, he did when Jesus was baptized. He did when the law was given to Israel. I mean, so we actually have times in Scripture where actually God Almighty from heaven voice spoke. Now, I would love to hear that, but I haven't heard it. Not like that. So what, what do I mean when I say God speaks to us? How does God speak to us normally and typically? Well, number one, I believe that the Bible, the New Testament and the Old Testament, is the Word of God, the inspired Word of God. I really believe that it's the true the Word of God. And I've wrestled with it as I've studied and I've applied what I believe the Lord teaches me along the way. I've seen him to be real and living. Like I would pray about things and I would get responses. How would I get responses? Well, sometimes I would have a thought. Sometimes I needed provision and provision would come. Sometimes there were situations that I really needed help in and the situation would change, but only after I had prayed. And sometimes I'd be reading scripture and I'd have a question and I'd even write it down inside my Bible. And as I continued reading later on, I would get the answer. I'll give you a good one. What about the meaning of what is eternal life? And I'll just give that to you as a challenge. You find it. Look in the Gospel of John. Read through there. There's a place where Jesus says, and I know you could Google it, right? Where Jesus says, this is eternal life. I mean, and it's outside of the definition that you'll find in a dictionary or by looking it up in a lexicon or anything else. See, when he gives you a definition of something, then his explanation has to rule over any other because he's God. Why do I say that? Because we want to learn how to hear the voice of the Good Shepherd if we are his sheep. And I want to encourage you, to, to read and study the Word of God. And I would love to hear different ways that you hear from God, because I'm sure I haven't said all of them. In Scripture, we see a lot of different ways that God talks to people. And here's a neat question. Who does God talk to? Who does God want to talk to? Think about it. Who does God talk to? In the Scripture, does he only talk to Christians? Nope. He's been talking to people way long before anybody could ever even become a Christian. Does he only talk to Jewish people? Nope. He doesn't just talk to Jewish people. 
He's talked to people that were his people and people that weren't his people. He's even talked to them too. Think about it. And what about in the New Testament when he gave dreams? Ah, so now we're talking about how does God talk to people? Well, he used prophets in the Old Testament, prophets. Well, guess what? In the New Testament, prophets also. Even today, there are people that God gives prophecy to to share with the body of Christ. Now, we know this as a gift of prophecy, but there are also, there are also people who have a calling on their life where God has basically told them, look, I put a passion inside of you that you have to just, you want to know what I say so that you can share it with others to help build up the body of Christ, to grow into a healthy bride of Christ. And, and so there are people whose call on their whole life is to be a prophet, just like apostles and evangelists and pastors and teachers. And, but that's not everybody, and that's okay. Ultimately, us children of God are all called to be disciples of Jesus, to learn his way of life and, and how to deal with people and how he cares about people. He said, a new command that I give you that you must love one another the way that I have loved you. You must love one another. He was talking about us learning how, how to love the way that he loves so that we can love one another that way. So as you learn and grow in what the Bible teaches in the New Testament and everything, and you're praying because you have a relationship. I mean, who wants a relationship with a dead God? Not me. I needed a living God to help me in my living life. And so that's the kind of relationship I want with God. And it includes time of prayer where I, I'm praying to God. And it includes time of listening where I hear from God. Now, when can I pray? Well, only if God's around. Yeah, he's always around. Uh, when, when, when can I listen for God? Well, when, whenever I choose to take some time to listen. Are there times that God gets my attention? Maybe something happens in life and God gets my attention through that, that, through that situation or circumstance? That happens. How about you? How, how does that work for you? Um, when's the last time you've heard from God? If you haven't heard from God in a while, if you, if you were used to hearing from God or you had heard from God in the past, but you haven't heard from God in a while, then most likely it means that he had told you something. He had given you instruction. I mean, he's God. He's our Lord. If he's our Lord, then when he tells us to do something, it's a command. And so if you haven't heard from God in a while, it is possible, and I would encourage you to pray about it, that he told you to do something and you hadn't done it yet, and he's waiting. That is definitely one of the main reasons people don't hear from God a lot of times. What are other reasons that it makes it hard to hear from God? You don't study his word. You don't take time with him, and you don't take time in his word. Why do I care so much about the word? Well, it's the inspired Word of God. I believe it wholeheartedly. And the thing about this inspired Word of God, it's also referred to as a plumb line. In other words, this is a plumb line. We can use this to gauge, to scrutinize. If somebody says, God says this, then we can take His Word and we could hold whatever they say 
and, and scrutinize it and test it to see, is it God? And if it's against what he says, it's not him. I mean, that's an obvious thing. A lot of times it's very obvious. And thank God he doesn't leave us alone. We're not on our own. We have brothers and sisters of the Lord that we can trust. But we, we also have the Holy Spirit within us who's going to guide us. Jesus said he will guide us in all truth. He himself will guide us to know what is truth. And so just because someone says, I'm a prophet, or I'm a anything, I'm a child of God, even me, there's nothing wrong with saying, well, let me test what you got to say. I would rather you test what I have to say and find out that it's true than not test it and just take my word for everything. I would, and, and I'm not going to be offended by that. And if I was offended by that, then it sounds like it's probably more about me than it has anything to do with God. But that might be dangerous anyway. So maybe, you know, maybe that's a sign, right? Now, we all have different levels of maturity. I mean, that's what children are. They, you got to start, you get born again and you're a baby. You're a baby in Jesus when you get born again and you have to grow up in maturity. When, when I was first a baby in Jesus, I was Mr. Legalist. I mean, I was studying the Bible and I would hold that Bible up and everything was black and white. Everything was yes and no. It was God or not God. And oh my goodness, <laughs> I, let's just say I didn't have a, a little light of mine. I had a flamethrower and I lit everybody up all the time. But babies do that. Babies make messes, right? Isn't that what babies do? I have kids. They make messes. Sometimes they're stinky. Sometimes they're mm, uncomfortable messes. But they're babies. And we got to grow. And as you grow, you become more and more mature. And I love the idea that we're all children of God. No matter how old we are, we're still a child of God. Not an adult of God. Different levels of maturity, yes. Different roles and responsibilities, yes. Different place in the body of Christ, yes. But still child, still children. And so... I really hope to encourage you to grow in the Lord and, and learn how to hear from God more and more. If you haven't heard from God lately, then pray that he would bring it back to memory if there's something that you need to do that maybe has been left undone. Um, if you've never heard from God or you don't know that you've heard from God, well, then just start praying about it. Say, God, I want to hear from you. You know, send your Holy Spirit into my heart and help me to hear you more clearly right? Take some time, do some devotion time and stuff. I have some episodes that I've done where I try to help you understand how you could create your own devotion time and what that might look like in a very practical, realistic way, because that's what's important. If, if I say and try and encourage you to do something that's impossible, well, what good is that? Not good at all. Last thing I want to mention is there's a Bible, actually, that's called the God Speaks Bible. And I want to share a little bit about that with you. So this is the God Speaks Bible. Now, there's a, a, a version of it that's a hardback. This one here is like imitation leather stuff. But what's so neat about this Bible, I'll put a link for this Bible in, my, in the description of, the, of this episode of God's Adopted. So what makes this Bible so special? Well, this Bible has everything highlighted through the whole Bible. According to God speaking, 
So some of the ways that it's highlighted, whenever God's speaking, it's purple, like God's speaking directly. And then green is our passages about God speaking. Brown are passages where man speaks God's word in the third person. Blue are like angels and visions and dreams, because God speaks to people through angels, visions, and dreams also. And then red highlighting is Jesus talking, right? Instead of red letters, it's red highlight. And then gold are like miracles and stuff. And so if, if I just had this Bible and I started to flip through the pages, everything that you see highlighted is God speaking. And the different colors show different ways that God's speaking. And like, I'm just flipping through pages and you see a lot of highlighting like all over the place. Big surprise, right? It's the word of God. What do you expect, right? You expect them to be speaking all through it. And so not only that, but at the beginning of each book in the Bible, the author lists out all the different people that God speaks to. And that's amazing. One of the things you find out is that God speaks to everybody. He wants to have a relationship with everyone. You know, it's almost like Jesus died for everybody, so anyone who would want to believe on him could have eternal life. <laughs> yes. And so we see God speaking to all kinds of people in different ways all through the Bible. And so I, I would encourage you, start reading your Bible and ask God to talk to you if he hasn't lately or if you haven't heard from him lately. And if you have and you want more, well, ask him to talk to you more and ask him to help you to hear him more and more clearly. I just really wanted to share that with you and, and hopefully encourage you towards that and more of that. Because, well, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? We have a living God who loves us. I mean, the only ultimately, the only thing in the Bible that is referred to as gods and stuff that are built and put together by people are idols. Those are the ones that don't talk. And it's funny sometimes because God is kind of like, you know, ask your, ask your idol to say something. It's not going to say nothing. In closing, I want to just really encourage you. If you haven't been reading the Word of God lately, start reading that Word of God. If it's been a while, start in the New Testament, go straight through the New Testament and whatever God shows you and teaches you along the way, apply it in your life. And hey, maybe he's, he's going to talk to you through a circumstance or a situation, or you'll read some scripture and you're watching a TV show or listening to the radio or something, and, and you start hearing something from God. He starts making something clear to you, but like he's using life around you and people and whatever. I mean, like God could talk to you through anything, <laughs> he's God. I mean, if he's if he's truly almighty God, then what restrictions does he have? Think about it. Uh-uh. He has none. Almighty God? If, if your God has limitations, then maybe, maybe we need to talk about who God is or who your God is. Father God, I thank you for my brothers and sisters who have who have taken some time to, to just hear some of what I believe that you've put on my heart. 
to encourage each of us with about desiring and taking effort and practicing, taking time to spend more time with you in your word and in prayer and in learning to listen to you and to hear from you. I pray that you would bless all of my brothers and sisters and their families represented that have taken this time. And, and I just, I pray that you'd be glorified in and through our lives, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I love seeing how our real living God is working in and through our real living lives in this real world. Please subscribe to this podcast and keep listening. If you've been blessed or encouraged in some way and want to leave a review, please do that by writing your review on iTunes. If you haven't already, please drop in and say howdy in our Facebook group when you can. See you next time on The Water with Jesus.